to all brethren a happy Sabbath day, and may peace indeed dwell in each of our household today. Brothers and sisters in the assembly, as we have learned time and time again, it is indeed important for us to have faith. Now, faith is important because it is the means by which we have our relationship with our King and true Savior, Yahusha. As we all know, salvation, as we have learned time and time again, is based not in any membership or belonging to any organization or any group claiming that we should belong to them in order to be saved. The only one that has power or the right to say that is none other than our King Yahusha. So as we continue on in our series of lessons when it comes to our salvation, when our King Yahusha returns, we come to a very important topic that we must address, and that is our works of faith. Our faith is important, but faith, remember this, brethren, faith without works is what? Is dead, useless. We can proclaim all we want that we have faith in Yahuwah God and His Son, Yahusha, but without works of our faith, they are just mere words and has no value at all, especially when it comes to our salvation. So in our lesson for today, we will learn and present to you that these signs or works are that we must do so that our faith then will be complete and honorable in the sight of God. And when our King Yahusha returns, we can then be assured of our salvation knowing that our faith is complete and genuine through our works. Simply put, my beloved brethren, when we put our works into our faith, it means we are relying completely on who Yahushua is and what He has done for us to be made right with Yahuwah our Allahim. So to go along with our theme of our lesson that we have been learning for the past weeks now, we come again to our first question that we always ask. What is another sign of those who will be saved when Yahusha returns? Here, let us read the book of Matthew 24, verses are 20, 44 to 47. You also must be ready at all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. What is another sign of those who will be saved when Yahusha returns? The servant who is found doing good, doing good job when the master returns. That is one sign, my beloved brethren, that we must uphold. For us, what is the second advent? The second advent or the return of our Savior King, Yahusha, who 
is the master, our true master and savior that is referred to here in this verse. And what is the household? It is the ecclesia. Ecclesia, my beloved brethren. What is our responsibility in the ecclesia? To serve each other. Those who belong to Yahusha have the responsibility of serving each other in the ecclesia, beloved brethren. And these, these are the works of faith that we are called to do. What is the blessing for those who are found doing this when Yahusha returns? As we read, there will be a reward. A reward for the servant who has done a good job. And what is that reward? They will be put in charge of all he owns. Meaning they will rule together with Yahusha in the millennial kingdom and beyond. So as we read in the first verse, we must be ready at all times, brethren. Why? For the Son of Man, our true King, Yahusha, will come when least expected. Brethren, we have been given a great responsibility to uphold as true disciples of our King, Yahusha. How we treat that responsibility matters a lot to our Master and King, Yahusha. Why? For it will determine whether we will receive the reward or not. And I truly believe we all know what the reward is. Do we not, my beloved brethren? A reward of what life everlasting. To be with our king. Ruling with our king in the millennial kingdom. But here's a question now. On the other hand, who are those who will be rejected when Yahusha returns? Again, in the same book, Matthew, same chapter, in the continuing verses 48 to 51. But what if the servant is evil and thinks, my master won't be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So on the other hand, beloved brethren, who are those who will be rejected when Yahusha returns? Those who live an evil way of life and abuses their power, neglecting the responsibilities. And instead of serving those who are in the ecclesia, they take advantage of them. Why do they behave this way? Because they say to themselves, my master won't be back for a while. So they lack the sense of responsibility. These are people with no integrity at all, brethren. They only pretend to love our master and not genuine in their intent in serving our master. Why? Because they only serve our master when it pleases them. But when the master is gone, they pursue their evil hearts, showing their true selves, their true intent. In other expressions, their true colors. 
The Bible calls them what, brethren? Hypocrites. And what are the best examples of these? As we all know, are when religious leaders, leaders who proclaims to be what? Servants of our king, who should be caring for their members' well-being, but instead what? Instead, they burden them with great responsibilities that they themselves are not willing to do. And in then take all the glory. And when we and when you question their authority, what do they do? They single you out. Right? And even remove you to their group because you dared to question their decision coming from their leader. They just want you to obey. Just obey. And never complain. Do you believe that? Can you believe that, brethren? What does this reveal about their heart? Not only are they, are they getting the glory from who belongs to our master, our true master, but they do not really love Yahusha and the Ecclesia. That is what they're showing from their hearts. What will happen to them when Yahusha returns? They will not be taken at all by our king. They will be left behind. What will happen to them if they will not repent? And continue in their evil ways. They will be taken to a place where there is what? Weeping and gnashing of teeth. What do we call that brethren? Condemnation. What then? What must we do? We must be ready at all times brethren. Be ready at all times. And make sure we are always doing the works of faith. Who? Who then are those who do the works of faith and will be blessed when our King Yahusha returns? Here in the book of James, chapter 2, 22 to 24. Do you see that faith is working together with his works? And by works, faith was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. He was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Who are those who do the works of faith and will be blessed when Yahusha returns? It is those of us who do the works because of faith. Servant of God, Abraham, was blessed. We'll know who he was, my beloved brethren. He was blessed by Yahuwah. For not only he had faith, but what made him great or what made him stand out was his faith was working together with his works. And he was called the friend of God. His faith was made perfect because of his works. And Yahuwah considered him as a friend. Brethren, won't we also want Yahuwah God to consider us as his friend? So let us do also what Abraham did in the sight of our loving God. He believed and had faith. 
then made it perfect by his works. And so must we, brethren, in the assembly. Again, if we say we have faith but have no works, what is that faith again, brethren? As I mentioned to you in my opening remarks, that faith is useless. It's dead. Now some have works, but they do not do it because of what? Faith. So we go now on the other hand, other side of the coin, as they say. Some have works, but they do not have faith. Who are example of these, brethren? Our examples are these. Some who do work because of what? Social reason. Meaning what? Only to be liked by others. Their motives are wrong. Their motives is to be liked or to get approval from other people, from their peers. Instead of who? Our king, our master. Pleasing men instead of Yahuwah or our king Yahusha, brethren. People pleasers, what they're called. Some do works because of what? Parental pressure. Have you heard this before, brethren? Uh, I will just attend worship service today so my parents won't be upset with me. Right? They're doing it all for the wrong reasons. I'm attend the worship service today so my children will also go. That is it. Your service, worship, and service to God must be due to your faith and not because you are being pressured by anyone or anybody on this earth, brethren. Because you want to please them. Some do works for what? Selfish reason. Instead of serving those entrusted to them to care for, they instead what? Want to be served, to be glorified. Again, they are one, those who want to take the glory for themselves, want to receive all praise and recognition through the hard works done by their members. Selfishly, brethren. Works not done. Remember this, brethren. Works not done because of faith is also a sin. What does Yahusha want? Yahusha, our master, wants us that faith must work together with our works. This lead to what? Perfection. And who was an example of this according to the Bible? The servant of God, the true friend of God, Abraham, whose faith was made perfect by his work. And we know his story, brethren. We've learned it through our BHP. Did we not? How great his faith was. But, what is also an example of a work of faith that we must engage in, especially when the end of the world is coming soon. Brethren, please listen to this. 1 Peter chapter 4, 7-8. to eight. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, Continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sins. 
What is an example of faith that we must engage in? Works of faith that is motivated by love. What kind of love? What kind of love, brethren? Deep love. Deep love for each other. For love covers multitude of sins. So when we do our works of faith, brethren, it must be because of genuine love for each other and nothing else. Not for any kind of selfish gains or to be liked or to be glorified. The Apostle Peter made emphasis of this kind of work. What did he say in verse 8? Most important of all. That's what Apostle Peter says. Most important of all. Continue to show deep love for each other. Our King, our one true shepherd says, by this everyone will know that you are my true disciples if you have love for one another. May we always keep that in mind. Brethren, as we continue to do the works of our faith, what else are the works of faith that we must rehearse or practice as the end of the world nears? Here, again, the book of 1 Peter, chapter 4, 10 to 11. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that Yahuwah God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Yahushua Christ. All glory and power to Him forever and ever. Amen. What else are the works of faith that we must rehearse or practice, brethren, when the end of the world nears? Spiritual gifts. What is the purpose of these spiritual gifts? To serve one another. It is to serve. Brethren, remember that. As members of the assembly of Yahusha, we must do the work of serving one another. Brethren, never think of yourself as less worthy than any other servant of God. In the assembly of Yahusha, we all, all of us, have been given spiritual gifts. It is up to us to nurture those gifts by serving one another. And what are examples of these works that were given to us? Gift of speaking and the gift of helping. So as members in the assembly, we can never be more proud to say that our faith is truly being fostered and cared for and well nourished here in the assembly. Why do I say that, brethren? We have come a long way from where we came from, brethren. And I don't know about you, but I 
can truly say that since I was called to be part in the assembly of our king, I have gained so much knowledge and spiritual guidance when it comes to worshiping and honoring our God, Yahuwah, and his beloved son, Yahusha. And I know so deep in my heart that you have also received this, brethren. All of us have. It is truly a blessing that we are learning more and more in the assembly. And it goes on, brethren. For we all read on these days, God's Spirit, He will reveal to us what He wants us to know, brethren. The works that we must do along with our faith. So as we draw near to the end of the world, let us do our diligence to work hard, never to be stagnant or caught unaware, not doing good in the sight of God, so that when our King, Yahusha, our true, our true shepherd returns, we will be ready to meet him in the air. Brethren, what joy will that be? What will that what is that called again, brethren? As we have learned, the harpazo. Harpazo, brethren. Just remember that. Dwell in that. Look up when that time comes. So, my beloved brethren, as I end my part of my lesson today, remember this. Let us always be diligent in doing our works. Of faith to Yahuwah God. So that when his beloved son, our king and master, our one true shepherd returns, we will be assured of our salvation. Our lesson will now be continued by our brother. Shabbat shalom, brothers and <clears throat> sisters in the faith. We are truly privileged and blessed because of our calling and election by Yahuwah Abba through Yahusha HaMashiach. And so our calling into fellowship with the beloved Yahushua is a great privilege, but it's also a great responsibility. And so we need to understand that our calling comes with responsibilities one of which is to worship and the other is to serve. Now, what's the difference between worship and service? When we speak of worship, we focus and direct our attention to Yahuwah and to his son, Yahushua. When we say service, its purpose and focus is each other. You see, we belong to the ecclesia. The ecclesia is like a household and each member of the household has responsibilities. This is what we found in the opening passage of our studies today, that when Yahusha returns, he wants to see every member of the ecclesia to be doing and fulfilling its part in serving one another. They are the ones who will be blessed with the reward from our King Yahusha upon his return. This is why we need to serve each other, because we are also likened to parts of his one body. You see, when the body has parts, every part has a purpose. This is why we need to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, am I fulfilling my part? 
Am I contributing something to the ecclesia? What are the works of faith then that we need to look into? How can we know what our gifts are so that we can be useful parts of the ecclesia? Let's read the book of Romans 12, 6 to 8. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, to speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And so how can we know what spiritual gift we have so that we can work the works of faith and fulfill our responsibility to one another? The Apostle Paul says, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. And so we need to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what am I gifted at doing? What kind of work suits my personality? You see, all of us are different. <clears throat> we all have different upbringings and we all have different talents. What is your talent? How can I use the talent that God has given me for the ecclesia or for the body of our King Yahusha? What do you do well? Do you like to teach? The Bible says you should do so. Teach well. Do you like to encourage each other? Then you should do so. Do you like to serve others? Then you should do so. And so we need to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what am I doing for the sake of the ecclesia? Because when we do our part, what happens to the entire ecclesia? Let's read the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and the verses 16. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And so what happens when each part of the body does what it's supposed to do? Bible says the body becomes healthy. And so when a healthy body is when each of the part is doing what it's supposed to do. In fact, one definition of a body which is not healthy is when a part of the body is not doing what it's supposed to do. Instead, what it's doing is bringing toxicity into the body of Yahusha. That's not healthy. What do you call such a body? You call that a sickly body. This is why when the body is sickly, it doesn't grow. But when the body is healthy, it grows. This is why when you have a child and you take them to a pediatrician, what does the pediatrician do? Have you noticed? They always check the weight and the height because if the child is not growing, then there's something wrong. He or she may be sick. And so something has to be done. The same thing with the body of our King Yahushua. We are parts of the body. When we fulfill each of our part. Bible says we grow and we experience the fullness of love. This is why we need to do our part in fulfilling the work of 
the assembly. Of course, the work that we do today is different from the work that was done during the days of the apostles. Back then, they had no internet. Back then, they had no Zoom. Today, we have these capabilities. And so there are people today, members of the assembly, who are equipped with different talents when it comes to, for example, the website, or maybe when it comes to YouTube or social media. When it comes to these different functions, perhaps you can do something to help the work of the assembly. You see, we need to pool our resources. We need to work together as one and not rely on just one or two individuals. Because after all, the body is composed of how many parts? Not two or three, but many parts. And it's when we all work together that the body grows healthy and full of love. How then must we work as each part of the ecclesia or the body? Let's read the book of Romans 12, 11 to 12. Never be lazy in your work, but serve the Lord enthusiastically. Be glad for all God is planning for you. Be patient in trouble and prayerful always. According to Apostle Paul, how must we work for the sake of the ecclesia? We must serve the Lord enthusiastically. What does it mean when we serve the Lord enthusiastically? They're not lazy. Instead, they are filled with zeal. Have you seen someone working filled with zeal? They don't complain. They're not bitter. They do their work happily, and they're very productive. This is what Yahusha wants to see in his servants. This is why in the first passage that we read today, the servant who will be blessed when Yahusha returns is the one who is filled with zeal, one who is working for the sake of the ecclesia. Yahusha will say, I am proud of you. And this is what we want to hear from our King Yahusha when he returns. But who are those who truly work and serve enthusiastically? They are the ones who have pure motives. Did you get that? You see, when it comes to our King Yahusha, it's not just the production that he's looking at. What also is he looking for? One's motivation. Because there are those who work hard, yes. They work enthusiastically, yes. But what are they after? Praise for their work. They want others to look at them and say, wow, he is so talented. She is so devoted. And so they seek the praises of men. Beloved brethren, yes, we need to work enthusiastically. But what should be our motivation? It is to serve the Lord. It is to worship Yahuwah and Yahusha. We must dedicate it to them. How can we know if we are like that? Even if we are not noticed, even if we are never praised for the work that we do, we know that the Father and his beloved Son look at us and are happy with us. The happiness of our King Yahusha in the work that we do, that should be our motivation. Do you know how our King Yahushua further illustrated how much he values the work that we do? Let's read the book of Revelation 22, 12. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone 
according to his work. Our King Yahushua, in the final chapter of the book of Revelation, the final book in the entire Bible, he says, I am coming quickly. And we all long for the return of our king. You know what our king Yahushua says? Two things here. He cannot wait to see us. This is why at the exact moment when the father will allow him to return to take his bride, he will go without any hesitation because he longs for each one of us. This is why even before he went to heaven, he spoke to his disciples and said, be not troubled in your heart. Believe I am preparing a place for you. And I will come back and bring you to where I am at. Yahushua's returning soon. And he says, I come quickly. But there's one more thing he says. I'm coming quickly. And my reward is with me. You see, our king is telling us he longs to reward us. He longs to bless us with the things he has in his mind. But his reward is based according to our work. This is why he wants us work hard. Work hard and dedicate that work to me. And when I come back, I will reward you. If the works of faith is not important to Yahushua, why would he say this in the concluding parts of the Holy Bible? He's emphasizing the importance of the work that we do. Because the work that we do involves the expansion of the kingdom of God. So that more and more people will know about Yahuwah and Yahushua. So brethren, let us work hard. And for those who truly work hard and are dedicated in doing the works of faith. What is the expectation of the disciples of our King Yahushua? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. In the book of Philippians 2, 12 to 13. So then, dear friends, as you always obeyed me, when I was with you, it is, e it is even more important that you obey me now while I'm away from you. Keep on working with fear and trembling to complete your salvation, because God is always at work in you to make you willing and able to obey his own purpose. Beloved brethren, when we work the works of faith, who is working in us and through us? It is our Father. Our Father is working out and completing salvation and restoration, not only for the world, but also for us individually. When we look at our life and we remember where we came from, what we went through, many of us can say that we have gone through difficult times. We have walked through the fire, through the flood, but Yahuwah was always there by our side to take us through. This is why he has redeemed us by his blood. When he sent his beloved son to die on the cross, that was the work of redemption. But he did not stop there. He continues to work on our behalf. We do not see it sometimes. We do not appreciate it sometimes. But Yahuwah was faithful in his work, and so he continues to do so. He restores our body. He restores our faith. He restores our heart because he loves each one of us. Why do you think you are here, beloved brethren? Why do we have this faith in Yahuwah Abba and Yahushua HaMashiach? 
It is the Father who works in you to make you willing, to make you obey his own purpose. And every time we take the step, every time we do the work of faith, Yahuwah works in us. He's perfecting you right now. He's refining you right now because he's restoring you to be true sons and daughters that belong to his own household so that when he sends his beloved son, all of us will experience the glory, what it means to be a true son and daughter of Allahim. Beloved brethren, do not stop working. Let us complete the work of salvation that Yahuwah began when he called us into fellowship with his beloved son. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, Yahuwah Almighty, you are good and kind, for we stand before you today as your son and daughter. We stand before you, members of your household, and so we know we can call you Abba. Abba, Yahuwah, thank you for your love. Thank you for the gift of faith. But we also know we have been gifted this responsibility to look out for one another, to take care of each other. Help us to do so with love and faith. But we have limitations. There are abilities that we lack. Father, we ask you, Equip us with these different gifts. Help us to be your instruments in proclaiming your truth and becoming instruments for the sake of the ecclesia. Father, bless your people today. Remember our loved ones, members of our own family. If you require us to do the works of service, for the sake of the ecclesia, may we begin in our own homes. Teach us and give us the gifts we need that we can always maintain peaceful and healthy relationships with our spouse, with our children, with our siblings. Help us to bring and to practice and rehearse the love that you have taught us in our own homes. Father, remember our loved ones who are not yet in the faith. May you open their eyes that they will receive your spirit and dedicate their life to you. Oh, King Yahushua, thank you so much for not giving up on us. You're always there by our side. How we long for your return. We will work and do our best to please you always in this work. May you please use us as instruments so that when you return, you will be proud of us. You will say to us, good and faithful servant, those words will mean so much to us. Anticipating these words from you give us joy. May you move us by faith that we might remain dedicated to you always in our life. Father, thank you so much because we believe you are with us. And at this point, we ask you, loving Abba, may you look at every household, every individual, 
and may you heal us of all sicknesses, strengthen us, our bodies, our minds, our hearts, and our souls. We believe, Father, you have listened to our prayers. We ask everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. <laughs>